This is part two of my teaching entitled The Power That Comes In You When You Believe in Jesus. My text is taken from Mark 16 verses 14 to 20 and I read Afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hard up hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was raised and he said unto them go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents and if they drink anything any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so then after the lord had spoken unto them he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of god and they went forth and preach everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following them. Amen. So my focus was weighty in trying to show children of God what they carry on the inside of them in the first part of my teaching. I want children of God to see the power that is imputed to them by Papa God when they believe in Jesus. So we're going to jump in the teachings from where I left off last week, verse 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink anything, any deadly thing, it shall not come, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Last week I shared with you how Bible translators call ministry assignment activities after our belief in Jesus as signs, wonders, and miracles. And while they are true, and I have no problem with the descriptions, Jesus did not announce that they were signs, wonders, and miracles when he healed the sick, raised the dead, opened blind eye, opened blind eyes, cast out demons and devils out of people, and made the dumb to speak. Jesus calls them works of the Father. Jesus calls what he did, he calls them the power or he calls them the power of the kingdom. And this is what this teaching is all about. Um, the Apostle John confirms this is the book of John 9 verses, verse 4. Jesus said, and I read, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. John again 
in, in, in chapter 1, verse 12, um, wrote, But as many as received him, to them gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Luke chapter 10, verses 18 and 19, Apostle Luke records, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan, as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Mark 16, verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So part one of my teaching was laden or laden with strong emphasis on what children of God have slash carries on the inside of them. Secondly, I want to show children of God that things are going to happen to, to them when they believe in Jesus and accept Jesus in their hearts. Things are going to happen to them. Things are bound to happen to them. Things are certain to happen to them. Things are destined to happen to them. Things are guaranteed to happen to them. When you give Jesus the opportunity to come in your heart and take permanent residence, things are going to change. Things are going to shift. Things are going to disappear. Some things are going to fade away. Things are going to vanish. Some things are going to dissolve. All things are going to pass away. All things are going to become new. It is not a guesswork. It, is, it will be just a matter of time. When? It depends on your obedience and my obedience in cooperating with the Holy Spirit. In other words, it depends on how soon we are willing to allow the Spirit of God, who is the Holy Spirit, to take advantage of our lives. And to tell him, the quicker you tell him, I surrender unconditionally, I surrender unreservedly, I surrender unequivocally, take full reign of my life, Holy Spirit. The quicker you can come to consciousness, the quicker you can take this responsibility and tell him I surrender, you'll begin to see changes, rapid changes in your life. John 1, 12, he said, but as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So children of God, we need the power of the Holy Ghost to become. We cannot become without the power of the Spirit of God. What is this power, Pastor Sandra? The power is the anointing that destroys yokes, the anointing that destroys burdens. Pastor Sandra, so what are yokes and burdens? Because, you know, so, sometimes 
children of God. They're not aware. They don't know what what it what are called yokes and burdens. So I'm going to tell you what it, yokes and burdens are. Yokes and burdens are activities that we do that stops you and I from becoming who God purpose or destined us to become. Yokes and burdens are activities that stops you and I from becoming who we are in Christ Jesus. So what are yokes and burdens, Pastor Sandra? They are problems, they are sicknesses, they are diseases, they are difficulties, they are hardships, struggles, they are the wrong crowd, wrong association, bad luck, mental problems, hopelessness, social problems, torments, oppressions, depression, disease, disasters. So we need God's power to become. John 1, 12, again, as many as believe in him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. What is this power? It is the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost that is um, teaching me it's the Holy Ghost that teaches me, you know, and it's the power, power of the Holy Ghost that teaches me, that gives me divine revelation, that, that lifts the lid and causes me to look inside to see, oh, this is how it works. It's the Holy Ghost. Illumination, revelation comes from the Holy Ghost. Power to become. As many as receive him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. It is the burden removing, this yoke, this power again, is the burden removing, yoke destroying, power of God. What is the power? Burden removing, yoke destroying, power of God. Without this power, um, children of God, we can become children of God. You can only achieve, make changes cause changes when we become sons and daughters of the kingdom. The kingdom is a wonderful place, the kingdom of God. That is why Jesus puts emphasis, special emphasis, in beseeching his disciples, go preach the kingdom. Luke 9, 1 to 6, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor script, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece, and whatsoever house ye entered into, there abide and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you, when ye go out of, the, of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So the Bible lets us to know how Jesus called his 12 disciples to preach the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is the address or the realm or the empire or the territory 
the monarchy and domain where God lives, where God is in charge, where God and his children live and where God reigns and governs. So the Bible let us know Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor script, neither bread, neither have money, neither have two coats apiece. So children of God, can you see what I'm talking about? Can you see what I'm trying to show to you? I'm trying to show the kingdom to you. Let us look at it again. The Bible let us to know Jesus called his 12 disciples together. Jesus called 12 disciples. The word call is symbolic for purpose. And the Bible said he called the 12 disciples together. Together means organized. It means oneness. He called them in oneness. He calls them in unity, that's what together means. The organization, oneness and unity. Jesus called his 12 disciples together. Secondly, the Bible let us to know Jesus gave the disciples power and authority over all devils. Do you, do you, do you see what I'm seeing? All devils. I don't care where you come from. I don't care where you're we are operating, be it the first or the second, be it the gate of hell. The Bible said he gave the disciples power and authority over all devils, including the coronavirus, yes, and to cure diseases over all devils and to cure diseases. So this power that Jesus gave to his disciples is called equipment and fortification to become. In other words, God is not going to allow you and I to go out there without the necessary tools and apparatus and equipment to work. He has to equip us first and he has to fortified, fortify us and try us and test us before we can go out to work. So without these Without this power, we cannot become. Verse 2. Yes, without these, we cannot become. Become what? Verse 2. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor script, neither bread, neither money, Neither have two coats apiece. Why? Because all you and I need are already secured in the kingdom of God for us. We don't need to take anything for our faith journey. We don't need staves and script, neither bread, neither money, neither have two coats apiece. Children of God, what have you spotted? Have you spotted the outline above? Are all man-made? Have you spotted they're all materialistic things? Man's opinion, man's thought, man's idea. 
verse 4 and 5, and, and he said, Whatsoever house ye enter into, these abide and thence depart, and whosoever will not receive you, when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. Why must you shake off the dust from your feet for a testimony against them? Why? Man's ideologies, man's philosophy, man's viewpoint, man's making and doing will not be able to secure you in the kingdom of God. Jesus said if they don't receive you, if they don't receive the kingdom that you take to them, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony against them. And I will come back with part three of my teachings, of my teaching manifestations of the power next week. And I pray. And Father God, thank you for this wonderful opportunity that you have afforded me to bring this word and teaching to your children. David said in Psalms, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked ways in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Let the words of this teaching travel to the recess and core of your children's hearts all around the world. Let your word take care of the thoughts and intents of every heart that listens to this teaching, Papa God. Let the blessings of the kingdom come in every heart and come to every heart. Let the blessings of the kingdom manifest your healing, forgiveness, breakthrough, newness of life, power to run against every troop and power to overtake, power to overcome and overtake. Let the blessings of your kingdom, wholesomeness, strength, fortification, recovery, lead a health, and perfect life to them. Let it bring health to them. Let it bring healing to them. Let it bring strength to every listener in the name of Jesus. Above all, let them see Jesus. Give them an, an, a, a divine encounter of Jesus. And I pray that as they listen that that they will accept Jesus as personal Lord and Saviour in the mighty name of Jesus. Pastor Sandra, checking out until next time. God bless you. Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. This is part three of my teachings entitled, Have You Found Your Lost Coin? <coughs> so I'm going to conclude this series from verse nine to 10, but the chapter is Luke chapter 15, 
and I'm going to read verse 9 to 10 from the new, from the NIV version. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Verse 9 again. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Children of God, you will never understand this kind of rejoice until you walk the road of this poor woman. Listen to what a disciple when God restores him back after he almost lost everything, had to say. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 4, and this is King David. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, everything that is within me. Bless his holy name. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all my iniquities, who, he, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfy your mouth, praise God, with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. So the woman lost the most precious thing that she had with Papa God. And she calls it her silver coin. Her silver coin symbolizes the relationship she had lost that she once had with her Papa God and she wants it back. And Papa God did not make her, her search easy either for her to restore her relationship back to him. Papa God allowed her that, that she had to earn it. She had to search for it. And so she used the terminology, um, the trading terminology, like um, it's like buying a coin, silver. So children of God, um, God can... Um, God can understand... Um, what you're going through and what I'm going through when we do something when we are disobedient we don't listen and we messed up and um, we want to um, come back in fellowship with him this woman she used the terminology trading like buying silver coins so children of God can understand the intricacies when they are dealing with their transactions. By the way, the word forensic was used in my teachings last week and I did not clarify who he was and why it was included and who I was referring this to, but this was symbolic of symbolic to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a forensic scientist and investigator 
that the woman needs to conduct the search for her missing coin. Why? This is so to ensure that the woman will never, ever, ever lost her coin again. This is to ensure that the woman will never out of, be out of touch with her maker. This is to ensure that she is never missing again and to ensure that she will never have to conduct a search again for her missing coin and to ensure that she will never let go of her missing coin. Amen. So um, that is why she needed um, the forensic scientist, which is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And he has to go through as it's an inner man, it's an inner search, it's an inner dealing. He has to go through the spirit and the soul to find out why did she let go of him in the first place? Because we know that God will never let go of us. The contract is broken by us all the time, but never God. Adam was the one that committed treason in the Garden of Eden. He let God down. He sold us out. And so God had to um, provide another means for us to have fellowship through his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Bible let us know when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. And I like the word rejoice. There is a rejoicing when we find him, children of God. There, you know, you blame yourself and you'll say, Oh my God, why didn't I do this before? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Because I didn't know it was so easy. I didn't know he was such a loving God. You know, so no one that found Papa God through the gift of his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ, will go empty-handed. You will never, ever regret it. No one that found Papa God through the gift of his son will be sad either. Um, the Bible said the lady rejoice when she found him when she had him back rejoice is to feel or to show great delight rejoice is to feel happiness pleasure joy gladness delight elation cheer jubilation it's a euphoria amen and all of that was happening to the woman at the same time a, a bout of happiness bout of pleasure joy gladness I can imagine her shoulders and her back and her head. All the weight ha has, had, had lifted because she found her precious friend, her papa and her savior and her lord. So the woman was feeling all of these. She wasn't selfish. She wasn't self-centered. She wasn't egotistical. And the Bible let us know she shared the good news with her friends and neighbors together. She told them, I have found him. When you have found him, you cannot hide him. You have to share him, children of God. You have to tell people about him. The songwriter sums it up perfectly. He said, go tell him on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it. On the mountain that Jesus Christ is born 
And I like the category of people that she selects. First, the Bible says she shared the good news according to the commandment. An expert of the law came to test Jesus in Luke 10, 25. And I read, so she shared the commandment. She shared the good news just as the commandment states in Luke 10, verses 25. He says, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. So the lady found back her lost coin, found back her relationship, and this was exactly what she did. She was so excited. She was so happy. She was so joyous. She couldn't keep it to herself. The Bible caught, said um, she calls her friends and her neighbors together, saying, rejoice with me. For I have found the peace which I lost. Are you looking for him? Is anyone out there looking for him? Has anybody out there lost him? If you're looking for him, he's just a breath away. Are you looking for him? He's just a moment away. If you're looking for him, he's just a request away. Amen. And, the, and verse 10 says, Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Amen. There is joy. There is, there is um, dancing. There is celebration over one sinner who re repents. There is gladness. There is cheer. There is jubilation. There is delight. Pleasure, happiness over one sinner who repent. So this is an opportunity for you children of God. If you have lost your missing coin, which is a point of contact. As you have, if you have been following the te teachings for three weeks now, that it is a relationship that this lady lost and she found it. And she was happy. To have it back so I'm going to pray and um, pray with you and um, we take it up um, in next time we meet again amen father God thank you for this your word let every child of God who has lost their missing coin finds it and if they grant you the request to search for their missing coin for them, the Bible said in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. I stand on the authority of the word. And our God is not a man to lie or 
or the son of man to repent. And your word said it and you will do it. So Father God, everyone who hearken to this, your word and my request to them in Jesus' name, the Bible said you will come in to him, to her, and will sup with him, with her, and ma'am, and he will, and he with me. Let your will be done, Papa God, and let your grace be multiplied to every listener, to everyone who is obedient to this your request. In the name of the Father, and in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. God bless you, and Pastor Sandra checking out, and we'll meet again next week. God bless you.